Do you want to be inspired by other brilliant business owners? Find out how and why they set their brilliant businesses up. Discover some of the triumphs and struggles they face along the way. If so, then you are in the right place. Welcome to the Brilliant Businesses Podcast. We interview business owners to find out their story and journey as to how they set their businesses up. We believe that story is an important way of making their businesses shine, and we share those stories on this podcast. Keep building those brilliant businesses. So good morning, everyone. Welcome to a Brilliant Businesses podcast. My name's Nick Bryant, and I'm with Craig Shields this morning. Morning, Craig. Morning. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Good, How good. Are you? I'm very well, thanks. Thanks good. for coming in and having the chat with us. <clears throat> so Craig's um, business is CS Carpentry and Construction. Um, it's a family-run business, which um, has been in the industry for over 15 years. Um, in construction and carpentry but tell us your story Craig let's let's start by how it all came about um <clears throat> start from when I left school really so um left school went worked for the builder and um wanted to be a bricklayer straight away but okay. um the guy I was working for was like you don't want to be a bricklayer you want to be a carpenter because you end up working with all of the trades you end up being a site manager you end up running your own business and yeah. uh, and it was the best advice I was ever given by um, a guy called Trevor I used to work for. Okay. I worked with them for quite a few years, learning all the building trade, all of plastering, bricklaying, carpentry. But it got to a point where I was doing my carpentry course and I needed to um, I needed to finish it. And where I was working with a general builder, I just wasn't getting where I wanted to be. Okay. So I left there and went to work for a shop fitting company. Um, okay. And we went all over the country doing Debenhams and yeah. Marks and Spencer's stores and and then straight away started running a team. Um, we worked up Scotland and running a team up there. And then, and then obviously just things. I've got my carpentry course finished. Yeah. And then um, it just and I had children. My first little girl, Lily Rose, and it was about time that I wasn't travelling around the country. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Um, so then I started working for a local uh, loft company and right. started working for them. Straight away, I knew I didn't really want to be working for them. I wanted to be working for myself. And at that time, I met my future to be wife, Leone, and. Um, Talking to uh, my future father-in-law then, and he's now my father-in-law now, yeah. saying to him, I'm fed up with what I'm doing, I, I like running a team, I just don't know how to do it really. So he introduced me to networking, so okay. I went to B&I, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. that's where it all sort of become for me. <laughs> and um, I looked after his maintenance company, he had a, he had a portfolio of properties, and uh, my brother-in-laws were gas engineer, electrician, carpenter, between the four of us, we run looked after the properties for him and we okay. grew it from a maintenance country company to a construction company so <clears throat> we've done that for quite a few years uh got the know-how of the business and then um i relocated myself from bromley down to the isle of Sheppey yep. to get on the property ladder because it was one of the things i wanted to do property being in property i wanted to own my own property yeah and it was just expensive in bromley really so oh, yeah so then I moved to there, and then at that time it was like, right, it was about time we all started doing it for ourselves. So we've run the family business for about eight years, and so I, that's when I've set up CS Carpentry. So knowing all the part of um, B&I and networking, yeah. I just went to Sittingbourne, local um, uh, B&I, and walked in there, didn't have a logo, didn't have nothing, so I knew I could get it all in the room. Yeah. <clears throat> and I set up uh, CS Carpentry, So, yeah. and I just wanted to stick to carpentry and do small construction works and from there onwards I grew I knew I wanted to grow the, grow the team big yeah because I like to have a big team around me and I prefer being off the tools I like the business side of things okay. quite a lot yeah, um, yeah. I enjoy that um 
And yeah, so I had CS Carpentry, built up the team, added a few more guys along the way, uh, put in some site managers. We were working for some developers. And as I was networking, because I, I wanted to do more carpentry and more high-end stuff, I, my my Pacific referral, as they say in B&I, was yeah. to be uh, was interior designer. So I got introduced to Suzanne through B&I and okay. uh, started doing all Suzanne's work. And then um, things just grow from there. We we both wanted to do property, and we just and from that we then started doing our our own developments really. So, yeah. and I think any builder that wants to or carpenter or tradesman always wants to be their own client. Yeah, um, and I think that was always what I wanted to do. So, being in a property, got on the property ladder, set up my own business, got good people around me. It was all about utilising the team properly yeah. and uh, putting it to a good use of our own developments, which is where CS Carpentry went from that to linking with Link ID with Furnishing Tears with Suzanne. So, yes. so that was sort of my journey in a little nutshell, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it's, always, it's quite a big nutshell. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, but, yeah, it was over yeah. like, yeah, so, yeah, it's over 20 years now. So, yeah. so um, but like I've, I went through all the stages of knowing how to do from the ground upwards. It really. sounds it. It sounds like you cut your teeth really in almost every single part of building and construction that yeah. there is. Yeah, yeah. Um, which but the is... knowledge, the, the the advice I got given at the beginning from Trevor was not a brick now. Yeah, carpenter right. That was the best advice I was ever just... given because yeah. carpenters always got to have uh, involvement with the brickies when setting out the foundations. And, yeah. And then obviously when the walls are going up, putting the windows in, putting the roof on, then spitting the electricians and plumbers inside. So it all made sense. The carpenters are normally site managers on, on yeah, the project. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And from there onwards, it just, we was always the main contractor. So it was just natural for us to do our own projects, really. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so you must enjoy managing people because you must have a big team or, or a team of reasonable size. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I like managing people as yeah. much as I do. It's a challenge, though, isn't it? <laughs> it's a very big challenge, yeah. Um, yeah, there's some interesting characters through construction. Of but, course, yeah. Um, it's, all, it's building the right team. And, uh, and I'm so thankful at the moment the team I've got around me are great and mm. uh, and everyone's got good visions and um, we're all about the same age. So it's all it all works really well. And, mm. um, yeah, pleased with it, really, to be have, fair. Have you found... Um, BNI, as far as someone going into BNI that maybe is not used to speaking to lots of people, you know, you know, you get up and you do your sixty-second presentation, and um, it can be a bit nerve-wracking for people. But you know, especially for people that work in um, non, you know, um, speaking with other people, sort of businesses like what you are in, are in. Yeah, um, you're quite good at it. So, well, it, when my father-in-law first took me to BNI, mm. I didn't speak for six weeks. <laughs> oh, did you not? Okay, all right. I didn't so, really know where I was going, to be quite honest. But yeah, uh, I was there for six weeks, and my father-in-law coached me. I was 21 then, so I was very much like, oh, everyone suits. I'm well, that's what like, I mean. Yeah, I, it's I, daunting, I, yeah, right? Didn't feel like I mm. fitted in. and But, yeah, I got the first job out of it, and this when they used to pass paper slips around. That's and used it. To get, yeah. get, get the paper slip, got the job, and, and after that, you just get the buzz for it. And then after a while, it's it comes quite natural, which is good, really. I Like now... Even even sitting in a room now, main contractors and and tradesmen in B and I are mainly the heart and soul of the chapter. Sometimes, yeah. do you know what I mean? They bring a lot of business into the chapter. Absolutely. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, everyone everyone in the room is equal, isn't it? And I think that's where you, the mindset changes after a while. But um, yeah. 
But yeah, it, ta- it does take a little adjusting. Yeah. But I wouldn't see business without networking now. You know? No, so. it, it's a great way to grow your business. Also, it's a great way of gaining confidence and, and finding other business owners, yeah. especially BNI. It's, it's really good. And obviously, you met Suzanne. We're going to talk with Suzanne shortly and about the, the company that you formed called Link ID. Yeah. The ID stands for Investment Development, doesn't That's it? That's right, yeah. Because um, yeah. you're going to more into property development. That's right, yeah, yeah. Okay. So obviously, with Suzanne's background with design and our construction, Suzanne Designs, we build, and it was just a great partnership to to do. And obviously, yeah. when we first set out, is obviously we needed investment to come in, so that's why the investment and the development comes from it. So we work with local investors to invest into our knowledge and our skills, yeah. And then we 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 can get on and work at our flow of what we want to do because we used to work with a lot of developers and we used to see people making mistakes. Okay, and we used to tell them they wouldn't listen or mm. they've seen something on Pinterest or mm. things are not practical and. But obviously, we we know and we can make decisions on the spot, which is going to be our decision. We don't have to wait for the client anymore. So yep. it's just, it just it just works really really well, you know. So mm. it's just it's, it's good synergy. That, that's what I say in my sixty seconds now. You you invest into our knowledge, you know. You invest yep. into our time, and as much as they invest into property, actually, if you're going to invest into people that are not in property, it's probably going to take them a lot longer to make their mistakes, which we've already probably done. Yeah. With yeah. clients along the way, you know, mm. so you learn from your mistakes. So yeah, 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 yeah. What's what's the, the ideal sort of chunk of work for you? What sort of stuff are you looking for? Well, we normally work on. We don't go with big developments like a hundred houses. Okay. That's, that's not what we're about because mm. we are family run. We like to we got like a small, a smallish team, like small medium sized team around us. Yeah. So it's comfortable for us. Okay. Um, so we work on units from like just doing a mid terrace property, turning it. In from a two to a three bedroom, okay, and then obviously going up to like getting a commercial to residential, and um, turn it from a shop into nine flats as such. You know? Okay, um, right, right. The one we're working on at the moment in Hive is a pub, and it's got five units on and a shop and a restaurant. It'll be so. Yeah. So they like medium sized developments, not massive like you drive past these barrack homes and then yeah, like that. okay. It's not not about that because obviously we we're all about giving high high. Um, value value mm. on the projects mm. and um on the bigger projects i think you lose that character you know yeah so, definitely um, yeah, so, yeah, yeah 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 so, so that's the difference <clears throat> between um being a developer and being a builder yeah well being yeah. a bu- being a builder is um it comes with its challenges with the clients you know and, and mm. the funding and stuff like that but we're obviously being a developer you're in more control of the finance you know so i think that's one of the big things for f- tradesmen is that am i going to get paid yeah is the client happy and I think generally there's 80% of builders out there that are good, are get can get a bad name from not doing nothing bad, but just the client just being upset about something, you know. Yeah. So, so it's eliminating all that for me, really. And being a developer, you're in control of it all. So when the money's coming in, you know when it's coming in. Because mm. um, obviously that's the biggest thing in any business, really. Just okay, making sure you get paid. Yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. Because yeah. 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 um, at the end of the day, you just... You want to just enjoy what you're doing, you know. Yeah. So, and I think also with um, when you're dealing with the general public and you're a builder, um, communication is yeah is massive and yeah, important yeah. because yeah. you know people are at home and the, where's where's the builders today? Or they're off yeah. doing and they don't know what you're doing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you know you've got yeah, to be hot on that, haven't you? Yeah. yeah. And with, through CS Carpentry, we've we've always managed to try and keep communication with our clients really well. To be fair, so, yeah. And uh, that's one of the things that I've always <clears throat> I've always tried to do. You know, is to um, make sure that our clients are notified all the way through the projects but 
even that, and I think a lot of builders, even if they listen to this, they will know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you will give as much communication as you can. You'll tell them as much as you can. But clients sometimes could maybe have busy life right. going on somewhere yeah. else. And it can just come home and they'll be like, oh, I expected that to be done. But there's a reason why it wasn't done, you know, because yeah. and it's sometimes explaining that method and getting it over to them. But they're already upset by then. Okay, <laughs> yeah, you're, so, you're, you're <clears throat> flogging a dead horse, as they say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but I think it's, communication is key, even in what we're doing now mm-hmm. with the developing like communication between all the tradesmen and stuff like that. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's crucial, you know, so yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, well, you're obviously doing a good job because um, you're doing you're doing trying. well. Yeah, trying. And, uh, <laughs> we're gonna um, we're gonna get um, we're gonna have a chat with Suzanne now, and yeah. um, so we'll, we'll wrap this one up. And um, but thanks for talking to you, Craig. We're gonna get you back in a while. And we'll talk to you both together. Okay. Um, but thanks for for joining us, and we'll Lovely. see you for another podcast soon. Cheers. Brilliant. Bye. Cheers. Thank Bye. you.